and welcome back to Community Conversations. We've got a great episode for you. It's about a program that impacts right here in Concord and statewide. Of course, we're talking about Girls on the Run New Hampshire, and who better to have talking about Girls on the Run New Hampshire than their executive director. So, Jen Hubble, you're a first-time visitor to the Concord TV studio. You're under the bright lights. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And Very exciting. Really exciting. And mm -hmm. this sort of, it's funny, this all came about because we had met a board member of Girls on the Run New Hampshire, I believe, through some other event who then made connections, and here we are now. So. Actually, it yes, it is um, one of our 5K volunteers. Yes, volunteers. That's the connection. Yeah, that's I was the like, connection. whoa, wait a minute, you're no. going to stump me already. <laughs> <laughs> but it was someone who had made a connection and said, hey, yes. you should do something with Girls on the Run New Hampshire, and for us, that's sort of just how we hear about other organizations. And I had actually heard about Girls on the Run through a friend of mine who volunteered years ago. And I didn't fully know what it was, yeah. but it's funny to kind of circle back and now you get to tell us all about this incredible organization. So yeah. if you could start, Jen, just maybe just a little bit about yourself, how you got with the organization, mm -hmm. and then just tell us sort of the mission of, of Girls on the Run. Sure, thank you. So, boy, where do we begin? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, back in 2003, my daughter was in third grade, and a friend said, you need to sign Lindsay up for Girls on the Run. I was like, what's Girls on the Run? And signed my daughter up. They needed another coach to run the program. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'd be happy to. So I volunteered as a coach for one season, and I was like, wow, this is great. Fast forward four years later, and the job posting was in my spam folder of all places, found it, and applied for executive director. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Like history in the making. Life finds a way. Yes, yes. And that you got started being involved, you know, boots on the ground, involved as a volunteer in the organization. Exactly. And the organization at that point in New Hampshire was just two years old. Mm -hmm. It became a 501c3 in February, April of 2001. So it's kind of exciting to be involved right from the beginning. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so tell us just sort of what this entails, mm -hmm. the Girls on the Run program. Mm -hmm. It operates at different schools and it's an after-school program, right? But how does it typically operate? Sure. So I think you already said that this is a national-based yeah. program. It's all across the United States. So what Girls on the Run is, is an after-school running program for girls third through fifth grade. Yeah. And it incorporates a curriculum with movement. Not just running, but movement. And it really is about empowering our young girls to become the leaders of their lives, creating a toolbox for them on how to manage the world and life. That's great. Now, when you were first involved, when mm -hmm. you first volunteered to help out, what stood out to you? What made you, because you clearly have always had really high praise for girls on the run, but mm -hmm. what stood out to you was kind of this like, this is amazing. This is, I'm glad that I was involved in this. Yeah. It's for every single girl. Yep. Every single girl is welcome to be a Girls on the Run and it's accessible mm -hmm. and available. And it's just so empowering to see these girls of all abilities come together with the common goal of completing the 5K. Yeah. I love that you said the word empowering because yeah. it, I think a lot of, of just kids and, and young girls growing up in school have confidence issues and that it's a it can be a tough environment growing up in elementary school middle school so to have 
those role models to learn kind of, you said, like tools in your toolbox mm -hmm. about how to just handle life. That seems so crucial at that age. Yes, it's really tricky. You think about third, fourth, fifth grade, before they get to middle school, you really want to give them um, confidence in being proud of themselves and confident in themselves that they are doing what's best for them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty amazing. Now, I touched upon the fact that um, we are a Concord station, so it really hits close to home that Girls on the Run New Hampshire operates in some areas of Concord. Could you, for our audience, tell sure. us a couple of those different schools that are involved? I'll name them all. Name them all. <laughs> quizzing you. Krista McAuliffe, yep. Broken Ground, Beaver Meadow, Abbott Downing Elementary Schools all have Girls on the Run. That is amazing. I think now, that's all four elementary yeah. schools in the town. I think so. I think so, yeah. Mike is our trivia guy on Concord. He can correct us okay, from the good. back if, if that's wrong. <laughs> but So is that a situation where like a lot of times like the principal of a school is really a main driver of it or does it sort of operate mm. autonomously or does it depend on each school? It's a, it's a tough question. No, it's a good question. Yeah. It's um, We have some amazing tenured return coaches that come to us every single season. And I think Concord has a strong foothold on our state roster. Yeah. So we have a phenomenal volunteer at Broken Ground who ensures that there's great coaches that happen to be teachers yeah. um, each and every season, which is so helpful to us. And the coaches become more comfortable every single season. Right. You know, they, they know the girls. They know what they're leading them through. Mm -hmm. The curriculum is scripted. I didn't bring a visual aid for you okay. to show you the book. Yeah. Um, but it, it is school by school. They do have their own plan um, yeah. in securing coaches. That's yeah. the important part. And our reach is, as I said, to all girls. So yeah. um, financial uh, aid is always available awesome. to every single participant as yeah. needed. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a really important, mm -hmm. crucial piece that any girl who, any family that wants to be involved can be involved. Now, mm -hmm. to kind of, we, we, we've gone almost, probably almost 10 minutes now and haven't mentioned your website, girlsontherunnh.org, yeah. sorry. Yeah. GirlsOnTheRunNH.org. Is that um, just for information? Is there any registration through that? Or is registration through the school itself? No, registration is through the website. Okay. So if you yep. visit that, you yep. will go down a rabbit hole of wonderfulness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. click on all yeah. the links and you'll see yeah. what the program's about, what the details are, when the 5K is, how I can volunteer, yeah. what do we do, what do we, right. you know, teach the girls. Every element of it. And mm -hmm. so people can go to the website to find out. But while we're on the topic, yeah. the 5K event, which happens right down the road at Memorial Field here in Concord, yeah. is a statewide gathering of all the participating programs, right? Exactly. And I'd seen something where that, like, there's one group that Lee, that starts at like 8 a.m. or something. There's two different waves, I guess, or whatever the term Josh, you've done that. your homework. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> But so tell us a little mm -hmm. bit just about sort of, I've seen some of the pictures and heard about the event. Mm -hmm. It sounds like one of those sort of like, this is why I do it type of moments, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about the event. So you're correct that there are mm -hmm. two separate waves. Yep. The 5K is on Saturday, June 3rd. Yep. And because our council is statewide, mm -hmm. you know, reaching all 10 counties, yep. there's no way we can have 1,700 girls 
almost 400 coaches and yep. almost 1,700 running buddies. So each. much to manage. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. Yep. Not just for South Fruit Street and the state complex across the street, which right. is where we, we run the 5K. Yep. And I'm not going to say race because it's not competitive. Yep. Um, so for us to have two separate sections, it also benefits uh, the participants. This may be their very first mm -hmm. running race experience. So to have 3,000 people there would be a lot. Overwhelming. It really would. So this gives the girls a chance to shine, and every single girl does as yep. they come down that uh, parking lot at Memorial Field, right. where yep. Con Concord High School uh, kids park. Exactly. Yep. And that's where our huge inflatable arch is that says the finish line is just the beginning. Perfect. So yep. great mantra as they, they head up take a left, come back down underneath that arch. And that's sort of the culmination of that year's program, right? That's yes. sort of the last time you get together with your cohort or your group for that particular year, right? It is. So it's a 10-week season in the spring, and it is the culminating event yeah. for the entire state. And they come together, they run together, they celebrate their accomplishment of choosing the right pace for themselves. Yeah. Um, and just celebrating, you know, what they've done. Yeah, yeah. That's always a thing in running. I know uh, we have a competitive runner actually in the back here, Emmett. <laughs> uh, but um, it's always interesting with with running that I've heard oftentimes you're running against yourself. You shouldn't <laughs> be comparing yourself too much to other people. That you're, what's the best I can do, or what's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to be too tough on myself or no. hard on myself. Is that part of the curriculum too, is understanding yes. that relationship as well? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. And the curriculum is broken down into three parts, mm -hmm. where the first set of lessons deals with the girls really learning about their, their person, that's the reflection in the mirror. Right. Uh, the second part of the lessons deals with teamwork yeah. and how they come together as their group of 15 to 20 girls. We do limit the team size mm -hmm. so that every girl gets a chance to use her voice and be heard. And then the final set of lessons deals with community at large. Right. You know, how can we affect our community and the world okay. um, and make a difference? So okay, that's mm -hmm. a great point. That last because that's something I wasn't aware of. That there's a that's built into the curriculum mm -hmm. is community engagement and awareness. Can you tell us more about that or sure. some examples of what that entails? Sure. So actually the girls are starting that right now, this week, okay. in their lessons, is talking about an, a community impact project where the lessons leading up to it talk about communication, cooperation, um, and how we can better our community. Yeah. And it's all girl-driven. It's not the coaches saying, let's do a food drive or let's do something for the SPCA. Mm -hmm. So the girls come together and brainstorm mm -hmm. as a team okay. what they'd like to do. That's great. Yeah, because a lot of times I, I, you see instances where sort of adults drive the, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, but for the kids to actually be the ones who they're guided, right? Yes. But they're the ones coming up with what are we going to do. What are some examples, not to put you on the spot too no. much, are there any examples you can think of off the top of your head of what they've come up with in past years or ones that stand out to you? Well. Girls always love a car wash, which, <laughs> which is 
we try to push that one away because that's tricky. They need to complete it within the confines of the um, lesson. So within 90 minutes on that lesson day. So teams have um, planted bulbs outside a school, uh, cleaned up the school grounds, um, talked to their principals and asked if there's something they can help do to better the school. Uh, I know that one team once helped the janitor. Oh, that's you know, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a little project. Um, mm -hmm. Some have raised money for the food bank. They've written letters to soldiers. You know, that's great. It, it, the concept of them thinking beyond just themselves, because exactly. that's an important lesson when you grow up, is is thinking about the greater whole and, and getting beyond just yourself. So that's that's great that these girls are being able to build those skills. Eight years old. Eight years old. Look at what I can yep. do. Yeah. Look at what we did. There's a lot of people much older in adulthood who probably should have had that lesson when they were growing up, probably. Yes, and so very often coaches will say, I wish I had girls on the run when I was in school. Yep. And yep. it's like, guess what? You have it now. Yes. Because the ripple effect of the curriculum isn't just affecting the participants. Mm -hmm. It's affecting our coaches. It's affecting the girls' families, yep. their community at school. Mm -hmm. uh, Teachers will see girls interacting using uh, girls on the run behavior and core values. So that's pretty amazing. Holistically, that's a pretty amazing way to sum it all up, right there. Yeah. So, in terms of volunteering and coaching, mm -hmm. how can if if someone wants to be a coach, wants to take part in their community, how how would they go about doing that? So, best way is to reach out to us via the website. Yep. You know, my email address is on, on the website and yep. I can direct it to my program director. We've been yep. working together, oh gosh, she's been on staff almost 12 years wow. and okay. myself almost 16. So we've got a good thing You've going. You've got a good team going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> add in a, a, a bunch of other part-time employees and yep. it's, um, we, we have a really positive experience helping getting a new site started or helping secure coaches for a return site. Mm -hmm. So it's teamwork. It, uh, it, it And teamwork, that's one of the lessons of, of yes. Girls on the Run, right? So yeah. what are some other ways that people in the community could, if they don't want to necessarily be a volunteer or a mm -hmm. coach necessarily, how else can members of the community support Girls on the Run New Hampshire? Uh, without being a volunteer coach, which is a commitment, think mm -hmm. about it, 10 weeks, twice a week, um, that can be a lot. We're always looking for day of volunteers mm -hmm. for the 5K. Okay. You know, we have one in the spring and one in the fall yep. at Memorial Field. Um, we also have a fundraising opportunity called Soulmates, mm -hmm. which is choosing a running or some other athletic endeavor or any kind of endeavor to raise uh, funds for Girls on the Run. Okay. Um, often there are openings on the board of directors. Yep. We have... Uh... Those are great examples though. When you said board of directors, it's yeah. like, yeah, every nonprofit organization needs good board members, that's for sure. Yes. Um, what was the other point? So you said day of for the race that if somebody wanted to just help with uh, kind of the typical 5K volunteering, you could certainly use help with that. Yes, we need course monitors. You know, yeah. we put a, a course monitor at every turn so that they have eyes on the girls. You know, it's a very safe location we do this in. So mm -hmm. course monitors, parking attendants, uh, water stop. 
people, yeah. setting up the team village, you know, yeah. all this, so many little pieces go into that day and it's fast and furious. Yeah. We'll be there at five o'clock on June 3rd in yeah. the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, come back, uh, it will be done by mm, 12 noon. Which, and it goes in a flash. For any event manager like that, it's gonna be over just like that. Like Christmas or a wedding, like yeah, all exactly. that, yeah, all yeah. of that, and then. <laughs> Do you get a moment to sort of step back and kind of, I had mentioned a, mm. a few minutes ago about sort of that like, this is why I do it moment that I think yeah. anyone in nonprofit work has at some point. Do you have a chance to kind of sit back and go, huh, this, or are you just running around doing no, things? No, no, lucky for me with that wonderful staff I have yeah. and with the volunteers that step up for, for the 5K. Right. Yeah, we have, last fall we had, well actually, for the past few seasons, we've had students from Concord High School okay. sing the national anthem for us. Great. And that is a moment of pause where it can be very emotional to yeah. listen to the national anthem. Not a sound comes from, you know, 1,700 girls, their families, the 400 coaches, the volunteers. It's silent mm -hmm. at Memorial Field. And then to listen to, the, to that, um, it always gives me an opportunity to listen and look and right. see the participants just staring. That's, and That's such a powerful moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's pretty incredible because for them, they know it's important. It's a big day for them too, so. So, and another part is when you see the girls come underneath the finish line, mm -hmm. finishing with like the smile plastered across right. their face and a parent running four steps behind to give the girl the moment of glory. Yep. And uh, when you see a parent, eyes filled with tears, yep. watching their daughter do this, that's emotional too. What a moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I get front row. <laughs> you do, uh, you best yeah. seat in the house for I really yeah. do. And like you said, again, it's not a race that they're just running for fun. It's not like you're giving awards out or anything like that for the 5K race or? It, they are running for joy, for joy. I would say. It's yeah. for, um, it is for accomplishment. You know, yeah. they, they set this goal at the beginning of the season yeah. and they do get a 5K finisher's medal. Oh, that's cool. Which is yeah. very cool. Everybody wants a medal. Yeah. And the girls get them. The running buddies don't. Mm -hmm. the, the coaches don't. This right. is specific to the girls. Yeah, the girls get a medal. Mm -hmm. yep. They've worked hard. And not they just at, it. Yep. Yes, not just yep. at the 5K, but all 10 weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So I keep kind of jumping all over the place, but it's, it's a 10-week program uh -huh. for just, so it's like two hours or three, like is it multiple days a week? Or Twice, a week Twice a week for 10 weeks for 90 minutes each session. And there's a set structure to the lesson when the girls come together where... The girls get on board, learn the subject of the day, yep. then do the warm-up, which is just an easy way to get their bodies moving. Sure. And then the workout is running or walking, okay. and the time increases so that the girls are comfortable and ready mm -hmm. um, for the 5K. We, we want to set them up for success, right. so yep. they need to be moving for a certain length of time. Yeah. And I slid the word in walking, because that's important. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got girls that run, we've got girls that walk, we've got girls that run and walk. We've had girls that participate in wheelchairs. Yeah. We've had girls that 
participate who've had cerebral palsy. Yep. So this really is for every girl, and it's um, fantastic. And they're part of this family, this, this, I'm sure the alums of this program too, that once you've done it, you've participated. It's this supportive network of peers. Yes, and it's wonderful to he hear and see the alumni coming back. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. these 25-year-olds that did Girls on the Run, I'm going to get my math all wrong. <laughs> like yeah. back when they were eight and to yeah. see them in the grocery store. And yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. That was going to be my follow-up. Okay. If you can tell us, you know, just broadly about you've had that happen like at the grocery store. Like I, I was in Girls on the Run or I, you must have had that happen just going around the community. It's right? true. It's true. Yeah. And I, as often as I can, I feel like Mr. Rogers, you know, <laughs> what Girls on the Run shirt should I wear today? Right. <laughs> but standing in the grocery store checkout line and I'll see a girl just looking at me. Now, do you have this shirt? No, I have a yellow one. I'll say, so do I. <laughs> I've got them all. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 And I'm just in awe. This is a, a really great program for us here in Concord mm -hmm. and around the entire state. So we're really lucky. And thanks, Jen, for all that you do. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm lucky. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think we're all lucky here. So I'd like to thank everyone for watching Community Conversation. This has been Jen Hubble. She's the executive director of Girls on the Run New Hampshire. And you guys, before I forget, are based out of 117 Water Street, Suite 9 in Exeter, New Hampshire. So make sure you check them out there or at girlsontherunnh.org. So that's the contact info. Jen, thank you one last time before we wrap up. Thanks for being on the program. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks to everybody for watching Community Conversations. We will see you on the next episode. <laughs>